Good morning, everybody. Mostly higher trade in the grain markets on Tuesday morning. As of the 745 pause in trading, July corn futures up two and a quarter at 331 and a half. July soybeans up two and a half at 871 and a half. July Chicago wheat down a quarter at 504 and a half. July Kansas City wheat up a quarter at 446. July spring wheat up two and a half at 517 and a half. Uh, USDA released their weekly crop progress report yesterday. U.S. corn conditions fell last week, and that was unexpected. Most traders expected an unchanged to better rating nationally. The uh, crop was rated 71% good to excellent, down from 74 last week. Um, there were some states out west in particular that saw some significant declines in the good to excellent category. Colorado, the big one, uh, 26% good to excellent, down from 52 the previous week. Nebraska fell to 71% good to excellent from 83 last week. Uh, North Dakota fell 5%. South Dakota fell 5%. Kansas fell 6%. Uh, so just those Western Saints in particular, largely responsible for the drop in corn ratings. And I think that's part of the reason why the market is up here this morning. The U.S. soybean crop is now 93% planted, up from 86 last week, 88 on average. Soybean crop rated 72%, good to excellent nationally. That's a very good rating. That's unchanged on the week. Soybeans 81% emerged, up from 67 last week, ahead of the 75% average. The U.S. winter wheat crop, 15% harvested, up from 7 last week, right on par with the 15% average. We've seen some pretty significant progress made in Texas, Oklahoma, and Arkansas. Kansas crop, 9% harvested, now up from 0 last week the winter wheat crop rated 50 percent good to excellent down from 51 last week and 51 on average the spring wheat crop 81 percent good to excellent down from 82 last week way above the 69 percent average that spring wheat crop uh 95 percent emerged uh, up from 81 last week and 97 on average the weather forecast remains mostly non-threatening for the U.S. Corn Belt. Now, we do have problem areas. We've got some of these areas out west that I discussed that have been dry and hotter and uh, ratings have suffered as a result. But you've got rains slated to return to parts of Nebraska and Iowa later this week, and then coverage will expand into next week. Temperatures appear mostly non-threatening. Looks like we're going to trend cooler than normal, if anything. So, yeah, we had a lower crop rating yesterday but moving forward uh, i'm still not seeing much of a weather threat here and that's why corn is up two and it's not up 10 this morning the u.s federal reserve will begin buying individual corporate bonds the fed has been purchasing corporate bond etfs recently but has now decided to expand into individual companies and i don't know that they've ever done this before uh, an amount of 250 billion dollars has been allocated this is just one of many aggressive policy moves that the fed has made uh amid this uh, virus pandemic in order to shore up the economy. The stock market has really reversed course. We were sharply, sharply lower uh, yesterday morning. Uh, the market came back and finished higher following this news. The Dow Jones is another 900 points higher this morning. Um, so uh, really a whipsaw here in the stock market the last couple of days. Russia's grain exports will not be subject to quota from July through December. This may be read as a bearish item for the wheat market in particular. They said that there may be a quota from January to June of next year. Um, so, you know, Russia, of course, the world's largest wheat exporter. EU wheat prices trading at some multi-month uh, lows. NOPA members crushed 169.6 million bushels of soybeans in May. That number was below expectations, but still a record print for the month of May. Soybean oil stocks... Uh, uh, fell by larger than expected, about 1.88 billion pounds. Uh, Chinese buyers bought another 300,000 
300,000 metric tons. That's about 11 million bushels of U.S. soybeans yesterday. All of it was for new crop delivery. China has been a much more active buyer as of late. That's probably uh, one of the reasons why soybean futures are trading their highest level since mid-April. IEG Vantage, that's Informa, released updated acreage estimates yesterday. They've got U.S. corn acreage at 94.13. USDA was at 97. Soybean acreage at 85.5. USDA was at 83.5. So they're looking for a decline in corn acreage and an increase in soybean acreage, which is pretty much in line with with what a lot of people think. But when you look at the numbers, I think they're looking for a, um, a combined decrease in corn and soybean acreage from March to June. And that is not in line with historical USDA tendencies. The USDA has a tendency to increase combined corn and soybean acreage from uh, March to June, and we will see that uh, planted acreage report from USDA on the 30th of the month. Uh, Note on Corn Belt ethanol margins. We've seen a pretty substantial improvement in ethanol margins from the lows that were posted in April. On average, and this is according according to uh, Reuters calculations, uh, margins uh, in the central corn belt were negative to the tune of 20 or 22 cents per gallon back in, in early to mid-April and are now positive by 10 to 15 cents a gallon. Um, so we've seen a big swing there. And ethanol production still has a long ways to go till we get back to a, a normalish state, even after six consecutive weeks of improvement. I think we were still running 24% behind last year's pace and ethanol production as of last week. So we've got a lot of work to do, but uh, the uh, incentive may be growing for uh, ethanol producers in the United States to increase production. Cattle market finished higher yesterday. Box beef was lower again. We'll see what happens today. Again, ahead of the cash open, the Dow Jones up 918 points. The S&P is up 88. Phenomenal rally here the last two days. The bonds are off uh, almost two full handles. U.S. dollar floating around unchanged. Crude oil is up $1.56 at 3868 in the uh, July WTI. If you'd like some more information, visit my website, www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website and check out my subscription service. If you are a farmer and you are seeking to improve your grain marketing this year, check out that subscription service. It's $49 a month. You can cancel it at any time. It includes my morning email that goes out at 6.30 central time in the morning every day and uh, also a text message service. You'll know exactly when and how I'm pricing grains throughout the year. Everyone have a great day today. I'll talk to you same time tomorrow.